Now, whoever said the term sticks and stones may break my bones, but words so names will never harm me, either that person was a liar or just didn't know what they were talking about. Because words have an impact. Words can do lots of things. Words can hurt, can't they? James chapter 3 tells us that the tongue is like fire. The tongue is like fire. And that fire from the tongue and using words can do so many things. Words in a song can do lots of things. They can move us in lots of ways. Now, Brother Tree, you know I like my R&B music, don't you? And, and, and so there's an there's a, there's a old song that says, if loving you is wrong, <laughs> I don't even have to complete it, do I? <laughs> Words can do a whole lot of things. So on Friday, I was so honored to represent this church to be one of the six other proclaimers of the gospel who talked about the seven last words of Christ. Now, I don't call them the seven last words because I think Jesus has more words to say. So I'm just going to say the seven words of Christ on the cross. And those proclaimers of the gospel, whoo, we, they were good. Present company excluded. Oh, thank you for saying amen, Sister Brand. <laughs> I, I said excluded. <laughs> All right, okay, let's move on. Okay, but at any rate, powerful words can do powerful things. And what I want to do, this is the first sermon in a series of sermons that I want to talk about the seven next words of Christ. And so Jesus was crucified as we heard here, Jesus was dead, and Jesus was buried. And then what happened? On the third day, he arose from the dead. And so he's risen from the dead, and now the disciples and everyone else has to see what's going on. And so in the verses that we're looking at, and also what we heard in our program today, Jesus is risen from the dead, and the women see him not at the tomb, but they see him on the road. And if you look at verse 7, the angel said, then go quickly and tell the disciples, he's been risen from the dead, and indeed he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him. This is my message to you. So the women left the tomb, and they left quickly, and they left with what? Great joy and great fear. Have you ever had joy and fear at the same time? Preach every Sunday for 11, you'll see it. (laughs) Joy and fear. And so imagine they're walking down the road. They've got joy and fear, and all of a sudden, the very first words we hear the risen Savior Jesus say is, greetings. 
Because think of that. When you hear someone say greetings, it is normally in the affirmative, isn't it? It is something uplifting. Greetings, Kirk. Greetings, Tanya. Greetings, Sister Copeland. Greetings, greetings, greetings. The very first words we hear the risen Savior say is greetings. And what Jesus is telling us in this greeting is greetings to a whole new world. Greetings to a world without sin. Greetings to a world that even if you do sin, there is a way for you to get out of that sin because you can come to me, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For those of us who have been celebrating Lent, today is greetings. Greetings to a day that, that you, 40 days of Lent are over, so if you do like me, you greetings for a day that you can swear again. Greetings for a day in which you can have sweets again. Greetings to a day that you can have Chick-fil-A. But, you can't, but I can't have it today. <laughs> greetings. 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 The Lord wants to greet you. And in that greeting, God wants you to have joy, not fear, joy. Because this life is difficult enough, and there's so many things that we do that may seem joyless, but God wants you to have joy. Why wouldn't the first words out of Jesus' mouth be greetings? And think of that. They're walking on the road. These ladies, they're they are fearful. They have some joy in their hearts because they believe that Jesus has actually been risen from the dead. And then he appears, and I think Jesus has a sense of humor, and he says, what? Greetings. And when you read the scripture, read it like that. Greetings, because that's how you say a greeting, isn't it? Particularly if it's someone you love. Jesus is greeting all of us today. But Jesus greets us all the time, even when we are in our difficulties. When a loved one dies, Jesus wants to greet us. When we may not do as well on the test that we thought we should have, Jesus wants to greet us. When we are in our successes, when we're flying high, and when we're in our failures, when we're going low, Jesus wants to greet us. So the simple question today is, will you let Jesus greet you? Will you let Jesus greet you? And the way that you can let Jesus greet you, because Jesus wants to greet you. Jesus wants to be in your life. What a wonderful change in my life. Because Jesus has come into my heart. But here's the way that Jesus operates. Jesus does not force himself into your heart. 
Jesus does not force the greeting on you. The only way you can let Jesus into your heart is to let Jesus into your heart. So today, I invite you to let Jesus into your heart. And you may have some fear and you may have some trepidation about that because what does that mean for my life? If I let Jesus into my heart, does that mean I have to be perfect? No. It's about being faithful. I am a living testimony to be an imperfect human being. We were supposed to have Easter sunrise service. It's supposed to go off at 7 o'clock this morning. Well, guess what? I, I, I did all the dials and did all the stuff, and I said for it to go off at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> so I let it go off at 9 o'clock this morning. I'm not perfect. <laughs> it's not about being perfect. It's about being faithful. And even in that faithfulness, we are going to do wrong things. We're going to sin. We're going to mess up. But Jesus is there to pick up the pieces, to greet you, however it happens in your life. So I invite you to let Jesus into your heart. I invite you to take the greeting of Jesus. And all you have to do to do that is just simply pray with me. Dear Father, we come to you on this Resurrection Sunday. As we celebrate your Son, our Lord and Savior, who not only died on the cross for our sins, but he rose again with all power. And with that power, the very first thing he did with it is to greet us. So Lord, I accept your greeting. I accept your greeting as a sinner that will be saved by grace of an opportunity for the tree of life. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, let us all say amen. amen. So if you prayed that prayer with me, you are saved. But as you've heard me say for the last several months that I've been here, your salvation is only as good as where you decide to practice it. Because here's the thing about salvation. Here's the thing about accepting Christ. If you don't have a place to regularly practice it, salvation goes away because the devil will come and get you. The devil wants to get you right now, giving you all sorts of excuses and reasons. I can't come up there and give this guy my hand and God my heart. What will my family think? You know, I've been a louse. I've not been good. And now I say I'm a Christian. No, it doesn't matter what you've done before. Or, you know, I don't like church. Church is stuffy. They make us sit down, they stand up, all that kind of good stuff. Well, join this church and help us change it. Because we can do church in a whole lot of different ways. And we're trying to do church in different ways. Using technology, but also using having relationships with people. That's one of the reasons why we want to renovate the Maddox Center, so we can have greater relationships with people. Because it is all about people. So, I urge you in just a moment here in the sanctuary, 
I'm going to come down and we're going to sing an, another standard of what a wonderful change in my life since Jesus has come into my heart. And just come on up. I know you may have fear and trepidation, but just come on up and God will greet you and take care of all the rest. Now, if you're watching us whenever we get online, or if you're watching this later or listening to us on a podcast and you want to get in touch with us, this is all you need to do. Just give me a call. You can call me on my phone. It is 608-358-1309, 608-358-1309. You can call me or you can text me. And when you do that, all I want to do is just have a conversation with you about your faith. So now here in the sanctuary, as you're able, let us stand. And let's sing one verse and also the refrain of what a wonderful change in my life since Jesus has come into my heart. benediction, which is a covering of God's grace until we meet again. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet and worshiped him. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now, henceforth now and forevermore. Let us all sing. Greetings. Have a great, great Easter. Amen.